So like I said, our mission is to support and enhance FISD, but what does that mean? So by support FISD, what we mean is looking at the really awesome things that our teachers are already doing and evaluating how can we as a foundation further those and make those the best that they can be. And then by enhance FISD, this is my favorite part. Okay. This is where we're looking at how do we bring in disruptive innovation? How do we transform learning in an entire lesson, an entire unit, or even an entire classroom? I Welcome back to Because Adulting is Hard podcast. I'm Alita and this is Ashley Adair. Tell me your title because everybody knows I'm always bad at titles. Go ahead. I'm the executive director of the Friends with ISD Education Foundation. Sweet. I'm so glad to have you on the podcast because I was telling her before we got started, uh, education is my first life, my first mm -hmm. career. So there's a lot of things that are unknown about the Education Foundation and it's actually a really cool um, nonprofit that's not that's affiliated with the school, but not ex does not is not part of Friends with ISD. So first, you got to tell me a little bit about you and how the heck did you end up here? Because I know you were actually sought out kind of a little <laughs> bit for this position, encouraged to apply, and and we're really glad to tell me to, to have you in this role. So tell me how you got here. Well, first of all, I was essentially born and raised in Friendswood, as were my parents and younger brother. So we definitely bleed Mustang Blue in our family. Um, but after graduating from Friendswood High School, went off to college at AM and got a degree in marketing. Um, right after college, went to work for the American Heart Association in Houston. And then about a year and a half ago, was approached about this position with the foundation and just really felt it aligned with my strengths and passions and some areas that I wanted to grow in. Uh, so prayed about it a lot, sought out a lot of advice from my mentors, and really just felt the Lord calling me to step into this role. And I cannot tell you how excited I am that I did, um, and just what a blessing it's been to be back. And I and I think that Friendswood, I know, we know everybody that listens to us is not from Friendswood, mm -hmm. but I am. And so, I mean, what people don't know about Friendswood is it's exactly what you said. It is a teeny tiny community surrounded by very large other communities. And it actually encourages people to come back. I mean, teachers to come back and, and be in the city, like you get a guaranteed interview as a Friendswood graduate. And, and that very much education is the center mm -hmm. of Friendswood as a city. And, and the ISD it does so much for that. So let's talk about what I, when I actually talked to you on the phone, I, you asked me a question. Well, what do you know about the Education mm -hmm. Foundation? And I'm going to tell you my honest answer. My honest answer was, well, I know that there's a, an Adopt-A-Grant program because I've done that. I do mm -hmm. some things for teachers. I mean, I've bought some equipment for choir teachers and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. There's some kind of clay pigeon shooting. And then there's <laughs> some dinner thing that I don't ever know how to get tickets mm -hmm. to. And it's sold out by the time I figure that out. So I know there's a whole lot of other components mm -hmm. that go into it other than that. And you have a lot of vision for that. So mm -hmm. I'm going to hand it over to you and let you just start telling us about those things. Absolutely. So first, our mission as a nonprofit, that's really what guides everything that we do. Our mission is to support and enhance FISD by providing innovative and engaging learning opportunities for our kids. But what does that mean? What, what does that, that mean? That's exactly? pretty good. I'm impressed yeah. that you spit it all yeah. out there. Well, and, and I'm going to stop you right there because I'm going to say something that you probably can't say. So part of the Education Foundation mm -hmm. that makes it so different is that this is money in our classrooms mm -hmm. that our teachers are requesting specific things for that they wouldn't otherwise get. So I'm going to give a little back history of that. Yep. So our district, 
um, the former the former principal in me says that I and don't quote me on these numbers, y'all, because I'm just giving you roundabout figures. But we are a district that surprisingly is a very, very poor school district from what it gets from a state and federal level. And what I mean by that is education funding is done on a per child basis and it's done based on the needs of students. Mm -hmm. So if you're a low socioeconomic student, if you're an English as a second language student, all of those services are, are given to, basically weight given to a school district for funding. So there's a little bit of, in, in Friendswood, we're gonna say every student gets about $40 a day because we don't have any low socioeconomic, less than 3% of our school district. Um, you, it, there's a good gauge on that is we only have two pre-K classes in all of Friendswood ISD. So that money coming to the school district is very limited. So you have you really have only two other options of getting money into your school district. Bonds, which pay for building maintenance, which pay for capital gains, like capital products, project projects, updates to theaters, updates to schools. But it doesn't necessarily have enough money to put equipment like iPads and interactive boards and stuff like that into mm -hmm. teachers' classrooms, right. which is really, as the parent, mm -hmm. I mean, the beauty of the building aesthetic is, is important to me and the safety of the buildings mm -hmm. is important to me. But what my kid has access to in the classroom is everything. And this is the, the foundation really is what sets apart Friendswood ISD from our surrounding districts. And they provide so much money directly to our classrooms. Did I summarize that pretty well? Absolutely. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. so that's kind of the background of why the foundation is so important and such a huge piece. So now let's go into what you were saying. How, what does that look like? Right, so like I said, our mission is to support and enhance FISD, but what does that mean? So by support FISD, what we mean is looking at the really awesome things that our teachers are already doing and evaluating how can we as a foundation further those and make those the best that they can be. And then by enhance FISD, this is my favorite part. Okay. This is where we're looking at how do we bring in disruptive innovation? How do we transform learning in an entire lesson, an entire unit, or even an entire classroom I, I love that term yeah can you can you for those people that aren't familiar that don't speak education as, as fluently as you are can you tell me what that disruptive what that looks like yeah well we're gonna get to talk about okay. an example Absolutely. of it a little bit yeah. later but by disruptive innovation we mean completely shaking up the way things are taught and bringing learning to life for our students in a whole new way that's authentic and engaging it's something they can get their hands on and get really excited about um, so that's a little bit more about okay. our mission what we mean by that when we talk about the innovative tools and resources, it's things that our students would not have access to otherwise without the foundation. And ex exactly like you said, it's what sets learning in Friendswood ISD apart from learning in any other school district and in it's our what, area. It, it is real, and that's and that's exactly it. It is it is what I, I always say this: Friendswood IS, Friendswood High School in particular, mm -hmm. Friendswood High School in particular is as close as you can get to a private high school that 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 is available out there because the programs and the things that are offered to our students are so out of the box. Mm -hmm. And there's, and, and that's, I'm gonna, I mean, the former principal in me at <laughs> low socioeconomic schools, your state funding does not allow for that type of innovation. Mm -hmm. It is very, very particular in what your, what money can be spent on and how that looks. Mm -hmm. And so give me some examples of how the foundation Give me some specific examples of things mm -hmm. that y'all have either funded or things that you're looking to fund or things that you know that are out there. 
Right. So the primary way that we are able to fund these resources is through our Adopt-A-Grant campaign. And so like you said, this is where teachers are dreaming up these innovative tools and resources. So at the elementary level, it might be math manipulatives or literacy resources that are teaching students how to read in a whole new way. At the high school level, there's a really cool program called Incubator EDU that's giving kids the opportunity to learn about entrepreneurship and partner with community mentors. Both of these are grant funded and they touch kindergartners all the way up to seniors in high school. Um, so teachers dream those up all on their own, truly inspired by their students, we believe. And, and their strengths. So and a lot yep. of times, like I, I've, I've seen teachers write grants for creative seating for yep. kids at the elementary level. That's a huge thing. Not every, I mm -hmm. don't sit and learn. I don't right. sit and do anything, right. if I'm being honest. Mm -hmm. um, and so recognizing teachers, recognizing that in kids, and then applying for grants mm -hmm. to make it a reality, right. that's, a that's, that's the basis for what this foundation right. is doing. So that's how it starts. Mm -hmm. And then all of those grants go online and the community has an opportunity to almost go online shopping. I love Browse it. Browse through all the grants. Mm -hmm. Some may choose to pick one for their student's teacher, um, or they may have a program that they're particularly passionate about or aligns with their mm -hmm. business. And they can fund that exact grant that's going to that exact teacher's classroom. And they have ownership over bringing that to life. Then typically in the spring, we also have our gala. You mentioned hey, that yes. event. And we invite all of our guests to purchase grants that are still available. We always have a beautiful display. Last year, it was designed by our high school students okay. in the art class, it. which yeah. is awesome. Um, and then heading into spring break, we shut down that Adopt-A-Grant campaign. And the foundation grant committee comes in. And we use all the funds that we've raised throughout the year to pick up as many as possible that align with our mission. That's kind of the life cycle of the Adopt-A-Grant campaign and how we bring those things to life. And so people not just I mean not just people that are living in Friendswood that I mean right. that's all the, but I mean if you if you live in Friendswood and you work outside of Friendswood and your company does I know there's a lot of matching programs hey if mm -hmm. you do something we'll match that that's another way that the education foundation really benefits both from corporate sponsors from right. corporate sponsors sponsors and individual sponsors right okay absolutely yeah okay so what what are you doing this year's been so weird, if mm -hmm. I'm being honest. This week, so everything that y'all do revolves almost around an event. Mm -hmm. I mean, so what are some things that you, what are some changes you've had to do this year? Right. Well, our biggest events of the year are our new employee luncheon, which we just held at four locations, socially distanced okay. across the community, um, but still just felt it was so important to invite the community to welcome all the new faces to the Mustang family and show them what's so special about Friendswood and our school district. So new employee luncheon is a fun one. I know you and the store have been involved we in have, that with we do. door prizes and lots of fun stuff. Um, and then in the fall, we have our sporting clays tournament, which we actually so fun. just wrapped up a record-breaking year, uh, doubled our teams from last year. Oh, wow. Yeah. Really? Just a, so when should people be looking out for that? So that's typically held in October. Okay. Just wrapped up. Okay. Yep. Beginning of October. So if you're interested in that, definitely be on the lookout for it next year. Okay. Um, and then our large event is our annual gala, which this year was our 20th anniversary gala. Oh okay. So it was extra special. Absolutely. Lots of founding directors and former directors got to come be a part of that event and really just celebrate where we've been and cast vision for where we're going as a foundation. We have so much rich history to build on, um, but only going, only continuing to go forward because of that. So it was a special night. Um, we held our first paddle raise, which we had never done that before. We were a little nervous. That's where people just oh, raise really? their oh. paddle, give a straight gift to the Adopt-A-Grant campaign. So I love that. Straight to the Y. We set a goal of raising $20,000 and raised almost forty. 
Oh, wow. Hey, that's really great. Yeah, that's so, very, very good. Testament to our community and just the generous uh, investment and heart for our, our students and teachers. Absolutely. Sure. So we have a cool thing that happens in our community. Like campaigns are started with, I mean, and I don't know. I mean, I'm a hashtag lover and mm-hmm. I know that I'm probably in the, in the front end of leading some of the campaigns and that. But did it start with the Education Foundation, the We Are Mighty? It did, actually. Uh So can you give me a little bit of history? Because that's come a long way since when it came up. Because we have had a lot of things happen in our small community. So Mm -hmm. talk to me about that hashtag. So COVID hit, and our board of directors, which is led by a group of 33 very creative, passionate, talented community leaders that love and believe in our school district, that group did not want to just sit around and wait to be asked to help. They wanted to step up. So we called Mr. Rohr and said, how can we as a foundation support our district during this time? And the first thing he said was, I need the foundation to help maintain connections and relationships between our community and our school district. And out of that, We Are Mighty was born. And as you said, quickly kind of became an anthem of hope across the community, much like Friendswood Strong during Harvey, and, and just gave everyone something to rally around and remember in these moments of being disconnected and socially distanced and just feeling isolated that there's so much power in community and finding new ways to come together and support each other. So that is what We Are Mighty was all about. Um, From that, the foundation coordinated a couple of different events and campaigns. We did a Health Hero card drive where community members and students and teachers got to do handwritten notes and handmade homemade cards. Um, We collected over 840 of those that we distributed to local hospitals and got to bless our healthcare workers in the area. So that was was a lot of fun. after that, you mentioned the kind of seeing the logo out mm-hmm. and around town. We got, we're getting a lot of asks about merchandise with the official FEF We Are Mighty logo. So we started selling masks, gators, t-shirts, yard signs, you name it. And we have raised over $25,000 wow. just from t-shirts and masks and gators. Um, and I think that and, really represents We Are and Mighty. And the fact that it's going, I mean, there I know there's a hundred thousands of non-profits in our area but this one in particular y'all if you are interested and you have things to say about why don't our teachers have this in our classroom and why don't they have this in our classroom again remember we're going back to that our kids get forty dollars a day our teachers cost almost eighty percent of that if i'm telling you eighty percent of that is about your teacher salaries so that's the amount that we get everything else we are reliant upon the Education mm-hmm. Foundation and other donations like that, because those are huge numbers. If we actually want to see things in our classrooms mm-hmm. and programs, that comes from these grants, y'all, and mm-hmm. our teachers are doing that. Mm-hmm. And, and and the Education Foundation is the leader of that. But more importantly, y'all are a leader in our community, because just like you said, through Harvey, when we had that, what was the hashtag on that one? Friends with Strong. Friends mm-hmm. with Strong. This We Are Mighty thing is exactly mm-hmm. what we mean by when we bleed blue. I am not mm-hmm. a Friendswood native. I say that all the time. I'm not a Friendswood native, but when you get here, it is, I mean, and you and you understand what this community is about and how it can be strong together and the things that it can accomplish and the amount of money it can raise for our teachers, it's astronomical. Mm-hmm. And, and it is absolutely what sets us apart from our surrounding right. dist- districts for sure. So what do you see going forward? Like, what are, what are your goals? I know you had some interesting... I'd like you to tell them a little bit of your personal goals, you know, and some of the mm-hmm. things, goals going into there um, so that they, they know. 
you know, what, what to expect out of you. And I mean, I've got high expectations. I'm excited <laughs> for your energy. I'm, I'm excited for what you bring in and kind of a new outlook that, that you're bringing in and some just understanding of what it was like to, to grow up here and, mm-hmm. and the needs of our district. Absolutely. Well, I'm going to share kind of where we're headed by sharing a little bit about some of the highlights of where we've been this Perfect. year, because yeah. those that momentum is what's going to carry us forward. So at, about a year ago, the foundation received our first legacy gift from a woman named Carla Stinson in our community, and it was a $200,000 planned oh, wow. estate gift to fund a rocketry program in FISD. Again, a program that does not exist. We're right next to NASA and all of the contractors in our area, a great opportunity for our kids. Ms. Stinson, actually passed away about a month after making that pledge oh, wow. but now we're getting to partner with her family and bringing that legacy to life and continuing her heart and who she is so that's that's that is one huge. of that's huge so because huge. that if i if i'm being honest there's kids across the nation that are trying to get into AM engineering program and they've got to have programs mm-hmm. like that to set them apart they have to because they're just they're coming in so equipped that our kids like you said, we're right next to NASA. That, that's right. a really cool program. And so that's your first legacy. First one. Okay. And part of Miss Stinson's heart was to inspire others to start thinking about that. It's kind of an awkward topic and not something that people like to think about or talk about. Um, but just to inspire that next investment in the generations of Friendswood. That's cool. Um, so that's one direction that we're headed. Uh, another cool opportunity that we had this year was we completely rebranded our Mustang Association campaign. And long story short, this was a flyer that went home with kids, inviting them or really their parents to donate donate $5 to participate in the foundation. And what we wanted to do was let's really expand that second part. Let's invite kids an opportunity to participate. And so what we did is we set up student grant committees. And so each campus had a group of students that signed up to meet with our directors one afternoon, learn about nonprofits and philanthropy, and talk about the challenges of strategic giving. So they had the funds that were raised through that campaign on their campus, and they got to select actual grants for instructional resources that their teachers had written on their campus. They had to wrestle with the same things that our directors go through each year at our grant committee meeting, uh, trying to find out which grants are gonna be the most impactful. And they discovered, similar to our directors, that it's not usually a decision between right and wrong. It's a decision between right and right. Um, Absolutely. So that was that was really cool and led to the foundation receiving the Texas Education Foundation Network's Outstanding Achievement Award earlier this year, which also included a $2,000 grant to the foundation. And, so. and that was from, that, that was, y'all were recognized for being innovative and including, including students. Including the students and in that's the process. It, yeah. That is a huge, um, our superintendent, Thad Ward, that is one of his, for sure, front pushes mm-hmm. on his agenda is to ask the people that are involved, yeah. ask the customers. Yeah. I mean, the business person, the person in me, the former educator in me said, and I <laughs> said, if it's logical or practical, we don't always like to do it in education, mm-hmm. but that really is the exception to that rule. Absolutely. He comes around and he really treats it more like a business. Mm-hmm. These are his customers mm-hmm. and, and they, he's here to serve the students as well right. as the parents and and wants to do that by actually asking for meaningful input 
Absolutely. So that's a cool thing. That's a really, that's a really neat thing. Well, my favorite thing about it is, you know, as a foundation, our primary goal is fundraising, right? For the school district. But this was an opportunity for us to live out our mission in a whole new way and expose our students to some conversations and principles that they might not be getting in their normal curriculum. Real life conversations. I I don't know how many times I've said I was highly educated and couldn't have walked into a meeting and led it for Mm -hmm. my, for, to save my life Mm -hmm. because I was like, uh, I don't know. I've never led a meeting before. Exactly. And so, yes, giving our kids real live mm-hmm. opportunities and and opportunities to have input into things that they can see through mm-hmm. because of course it gets more buy-in we have that with kids all the time if right. they're involved and they then their other friends also see it's kind of a it's a rippling effect it's a it's a across the district right exactly exactly well and then finally our biggest highlight of the year and i would say the greatest direction that we're headed a dream a, a big dream that came let me Let's start that sentence over. Um, So probably one of the most exciting things that rounded out this year was a big dream that came to life for one of our teachers in Friendswood ISD. About a year ago, I had the opportunity to sit down with FHS health science teacher, Carla Burris, for the first time. And we quickly bonded over some shared passions. And on the way out the door, actually, I stopped and asked her, Carla, if money were no object, what would be your big dream for your students? And just like that, without hesitation, she said, I want a simulated ambulance for our EMT certification program that we're kicking off next year. And after a year of collaborating together, creating a proposal and pitching it with the UTMB President's Cabinet Award, we received wow. a $50,000 grant just a couple weeks ago to fund that simulated ambulance. And this this gets onto a whole nother topic about Friendswood yeah. ISD. One of the things that, that we've been criticized for is catering to the top 10% and, mm. not, and for, for the kid that was college bound catering when there are so many opportunities, Mm -hmm. y'all, so many opportunities for kids to have careers coming out of high school and make a lot of money. Mm -hmm. I mean, make good money or make good money for a couple years while they're continuing on to do something else. And that EMT program is one of them. That that sets our kids apart from, uh, again, from surrounding districts. And those are innovative programs Mm -hmm. that I can promise you our $40 from state funding do Mm -hmm. not cover our teachers will not get those things if you're not supporting the education foundation and every school district has if i'm being honest you're the friends would win but there's one in every and y'all collaborate together i have Mm -hmm. nothing if you have questions if you want to know who's in charge of your one in pearland let me know i can get you that contact if you want to know who's in um, clear creek let me know i'm or alvin all three of the surrounding ones i'm not saying that there aren't there Mm -hmm. one in every school district i just ours is a, a step above the rest because it's providing the bridge and funds that aren't there. So I know I'd asked you before this, just give me the number of how much y'all raised last year so that they know Mm -hmm. and what your projection for this year is. Absolutely. So we funded over $234,000 through our normal Adopt-A-Grant campaign last year. That's in addition to the $200,000 for the Rocketry program and the $50,000 for the simulated ambulance. So a huge record-breaking year. Huge record-breaking year. For the foundation. Um, And this year, we're we're kind of morphing our Adopt-A-Grant campaign and putting pause on it for this year. And we're really hitting the ground running with this We Are Mighty campaign. Um, And what we've decided to call it is a We Are Mighty marathon. We realized this school year is going to be a marathon not a sprint for sure and so we've set a goal to start to just get warmed up if i had to Mm -hmm. say to raise a hundred thousand dollars for resources this year and i think that's fair and i think that's a i think that's not not only do i think that's fair but i also think that it shows the integrity of your of your 
nonprofit to say, hey, mm -hmm. we acknowledge that our community is in crisis. Our small right. businesses had a deficit. We've got parents that are working from home. We've got people that have lost their jobs. We have right. all of these things. So for the front push to not be, oh, we want more money, we want more right. money, to be collaboration yes. it is what builds strong programs for yes. the future. And and I, I appreciate you coming on and sharing mm -hmm. with us. Do you have any other things, any other thoughts that you have? Uh, biggest thing I would say is I'm just so proud of our district and our foundation for viewing this crisis as an opportunity and not a challenge um, and just using it as a way to rise up and change the future of education honestly try some new things and shake things up so I would just invite the community if they want to be a part of that to follow the foundation on Facebook see what we're up to and also support the Wear Mighty Marathon campaign this year we're going to connect all of those things on this podcast for you that you tell us and, and if, of course if you have any questions you can reach out to me and I'll get you in contact with those people but you are, you are part of the innovation that's 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 making changes here in our community and I appreciate you coming on and remember to live happier because adulting is hard and we'll see you next time bye